And I, for one, welcome our new gentlemen, overlords. Who? 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 Now that's a team I can work with. I love it. I love bringing people together. How we doing? Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode... Fuck. I didn't look up the... <laughs> damn it. Uh, episode 70... <laughs> four maybe of the gentleman overlords podcast uh i well i i look it up i'm andrew uh yeah i'm max i'm robert and i'm still looking it up uh this <laughs> i is, couldn't expand my name anymore this I, is episode 73 of the gentleman overlords wow. podcast i was one off damn it it's like you time traveled for a second what the? anyway uh andrew how are you doing uh <laughs> as you can hear from that just great i am doing fantastic That's good. max how are you Oh, uh, yeah, I'm doing pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. Rob? Yes. 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 We're all fine. Um, I want to get through these quick, because I think we're going to have a lot to say about the main the main move. Sure. That we're here to talk about today. Shut the fuck up. Don't you forget about me. Look my way, girl. Something <laughs> breakfast. Movies we've seen. I got a note from producer Max that might have been too loud, so if it blew your ears out, I'm uh, very, very sorry, everybody. No, I think it's the most exciting part of the podcast. That's the, it is the best part, hearing Ben. Ears splitting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I need less volume in my microphone, uh, headphones. <laughs> turn my headphones turn my down. Headphones down. Uh, Max, <laughs> what'd you see? Man. Well, uh, let's see. I saw Batman and Bill on Hulu. Which is uh, a movie about um, the creator of Batman who wasn't credited for years. Uh, Because it was always credited as created by Bob Kane. Uh Yeah. And uh, it didn't mention a man named Bill Finger. And so this documentary is about uh, a guy. You couldn't even give him his last name in the title. It's not even giving him credit there. (laughs) Well, they did when they made the movie uh, Bill Finger in the late 90s with uh... (laughs) Eddie Murphy. Oh, yeah. I was thinking. I was, oh, what is the Bowfinger? Bowfinger? Oh, I was thinking of Bullworth. The mine's mine was closer. Yours was closer. <laughs> I thought that name was called Bullfinger for some reason, but Way clo- they both start with B. That's yeah, it's got to be the same. It's got to be the same thing. I, yeah, I was thinking of Bullworth with mm, uh, beautiful. What's his name? Big Mouth McGillicuddy on the poster. The right? movie yeah. that the Ghetto Superstar song. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, we've Ugh. got we've got perfect recall of all this. Um. Uh, so yeah, it was a it was a good movie. It's interesting story. How um, did he like from the very beginning? Like how early on was he? Just I've only ever heard Bob Kane credited, so that goes to he, show. Uh, yeah, Bill Bill Finger was on it from the beginning. He Bill or Bob Kane brought in uh, a picture. He had the idea of Batman and brought a picture of him wearing like red tights, and he just had a little a domino mask, basically, mm-hmm. basically what Robin wears. Uh, I mean, that is classic. That I'm a purist, so that's my favorite Batman. <laughs> <laughs> but Bill Finger is the one I really who, like the Batman from the original concept drawings. <laughs> <laughs> the one that never made it to light. He has uh, a gun and... <laughs> uh, he's an actual bat. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's an interesting story. And Bill Finger was in it from the beginning and he kind of did the concept of, uh, you know, that... that uh, idea of him in gray and with the horns every like everything you know about bat more or less everything you know about batman is Ooh. bill finger yeah wow and a lot of wait the, he like wrote he also like wrote some of the yeah he right too yeah. or oh wow hmm that's crazy and then was there like a revenge batman comic afterwards like 
he fought Bob Kane Man. He was like, "You nefarious <laughs> demon!" How or one of his one of his villains says, "Hey, Bill, my finger." There were a couple Ooh. instances, and in that day and age, my God, <laughs> yeah, what a that could have gotten savage. you kicked <laughs> off the pages. There were a couple instances where he put the word finger in there as if he was trying to imply it. I'm going to tear I, off your I, finger. I point the finger yeah. at you and it's like, God, that's got to be about me. That's God. Yeah. That is, ah, oh, I can't believe Bob Kane. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds interesting. Where, what did you watch that on? Uh, on Hulu. Yeah. And I recommend, uh, yeah, I don't want to give too much away because it kind of goes through a, a process sure. of. Who knows what will happen to that Batman character? We'll see. Yeah. Who knows? Hey. Yeah. Um, speaking of Hulu, I did hear the the headline I read was uh, Disney takes full assumes full control. I did see that of Hulu. Same, it was like, yeah. It was like like they're like Borg or something. Or, yeah. <laughs> like they assimilated or like a, a Mass Effect. Or yeah, they assuming went, control. They went into the boardroom and they like by force were like we're taking over. If there was just it was just footage of like Die Hard. Yeah. Just, like, them kicking the doors in. <laughs> and then they just peed on everything. Anyway. Yep. Anyway. Uh, what else did you see? Uh, well, the other one I'm going to hold off on uh, talking about. That's, Whoa, all, that's about it. That's wow. all. I've, that's all I want to talk about at this point. All right. All right. Rab. I watched Top Secret, which has a very young. Uh, oh my God. Leslie Nielsen. No. Uh, is that not that one? No, this is the one with God. He was secret, such a secret, handsome boy, secret. and he's from. I can't believe I'm forgetting his name. Tom Cruise, Brad no, Pitt, but, George but he's like Clooney. In that, generation of actors val kilmer my god probably because you're eating too much pop secret all that butter went to your brain oof that's that's a savage bird (laughs) um (laughs) that was funny yeah it's like a send-up of spy movies um obviously it was a little dated i feel like there's been other like not another team movies doing this kind of stuff way better um (laughs) but no it was fun to watch again um i watched an anime called mirai which was about this little boy whose family um brings home like a baby daughter and like how he's acclimating and it's very much focuses on him and he they totally capture how he will just from one like come to some understanding about like i should be a good big brother and then the next second like try to hit her in the face with a truck and like it's very scary in the movie because it's like yeah kids do that they get angry and they just want to like hit the baby or something it's like there was things like that that were very realistic about the way he was acting and the fantastical element is that there's a like a tree growing in the middle of the courtyard in their house and he kind of meets different family members like some of them from different time periods that kind of like talk to him about what's happening in his life so it's pretty cool um hot tub time machine since they reference that in a certain movie uh-huh. we talk about <laughs> yeah. we did watch it because of that jamie and i uh, have you fun. seen it before yeah i'd seen it before it was i it's and i know that's kind of the point but like they're all kind of like dicks in one way or another that kind of end off all better in the end yeah but uh but yeah it was it was fun enough to rewatch. and um that movie has a really funny running get the crispin glover running yes gag. i do really like, funny yeah i do but think it's that's like funny i would say one of the few truly funny thing i don't think that movie holds up very well yeah it's like the humor is it's sort of a bygone yeah i i it's i didn't enjoy seeing them revel in plus like what's his face um oh gosh i really Cusack? no the um val kilmer <laughs> his cameo was shocking um no but there's the one friend who's basically like such a dick and he's the one who's like got them into trouble oh the rob cordry rob cordry rob cordry yes he's the one who's clearly like just pushing them all to be and it's Worse. you know it's it's yeah. like homophobic and it's kind of there's just like a lot of stuff where it's like this douchiness of it that right i know played well better at the time so yeah um 
I think that's uh, kind of everything outside of uh, today's cool. movie. So yeah, I saw Origin Story, the oh. Kulop Flea Lysok documentary, where she she's a podcaster, um, and she without oh sorry, go ahead. She finds out uh, when she's fourteen that her the dad she thought was her dad was her adopted dad, and that she has a different dad um, who had lived with her for a couple years when she was a, a child. But he had moved out so early that she didn't remember him. And so she made this documentary kind of trying to find her father and track him down. And Lao. In, in Lao. And um, it's very good. I don't want to give away too much of what happens in yeah. it. Um, you can stream it on Prime, I think, is where we watched it. But um, very good. Uh, pretty emotional. A lot of like, I think there's a lot of family dynamics that people will find pretty familial with their own family dynamics probably mm. and i got a good cry out of the movie too it's very emotional and um yeah it's good did you ever wonder that if you were adopted yeah <laughs> of course i think I every feel, i think every kid goes through yeah. that phase at some point just like I, even if it's just a passing thought of like i feel so different from everybody in this family i wonder if yeah blank apparently rob rob's just going through that feeling. right now <laughs> yeah. first time i can we pause the podcast? For sure, yeah, sure, we're paused. Robert, are you okay? And we're back. I'm fine now. Everything's <laughs> fine. And I took a DNA test and it turns yeah. out... We went I'm, to 23andMe's office. Yeah. And, and then we went to Laos. And then we, we had, went we, to Laos. Yeah, we had the fast version done. You can do go to the head office and yeah. have the fast version done. Oh, yeah. Come on in. <laughs> you know, most people don't come here. Yeah. Um, the well, door's had spider webs on it. <laughs> um, what, where did you watch that on? That's... Prime. Uh, that is a prime. Okay. Prime. I, yes. do, I do want to watch that. Yep. Uh, all right. Then we got these do, 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 do. TV shows we've seen. <laughs> we've seen. We saw some TV shows. They were good. Um, that should uh, be the extra theme. That should yeah. be the theme from now on. From now on, we'll see. The other one doesn't do. make any sense. See what I can do. Um, Robbie said you hadn't seen any TV. I I actually I have seen actually some TV. <sighs> you fucking, Sorry, fucking lied to me, dude. Uh, I saw Chernobyl on HBO. And it's about the Chernobyl. What's it about? <laughs> incident. Uh, it's Chernobyl. It's like this totally different time. Nothing weird happens. Uh-huh. Cool. <laughs> um, everything's fine. Um, no, it's the first two episodes are out. They they come out on Mondays. I think it's only going to be five total. But it is. Um, it's chilling. It's mm-hmm. so so scary to see some of the decisions that were made. How many people like couldn't have done anything anyway? The I think just one of the. Uh, the crazy thing is I won't, I won't go into too much detail, but like as soon as the firefighters arrive at one point, cause they're the, the whole building kind of looks like it's blown out and they're just telling everyone that the roof's on fire, which is usually a good thing, like during a party or something. Um, this firefighter's like, look at this. And he I've picks been to up, so many parties where I don't even think we need the water. I just want to watch the mother burn. Yeah, that's true. Unless the mom's home, then you don't want to watch the Uh-oh. mother burn. <laughs> um, the, this firefighter shows up and he grabs this big kind of like, obviously kind of, you know, cut piece of like stone this rock off the ground he's like wait look at this to his friend he's like put it down don't mess with that and then they go and they start kind of spraying the thing and then he's kind of shaking his hand and then when you see him later in the scene he's peeling his glove off and his hand is just going almost as if he was wearing an infinity infinity (laughs) maybe except this really happened to real people uh and it looks horrifying (laughs) and um when you hear that this is the piece of feel embarrassed (laughs) When you hear, I am watching a show that's also like a dramatization of it a little bit too, but it's the only piece of like the core 
that that's that kind of stone is found in, which means that it was sitting next to like right on top of all the radioactive material. So when he grabbed it, it was like the equivalent of like sticking your hand in a reactor. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so like, and when you start to realize like the way people are look, you people, a couple people look at the core and when they turn around, like their, their skin is pink. They're like, they're Ugh. it's, it's insane. And it's something I didn't know even just kind of how, how that worked, like what physically happened there because part of the but part of the problem too is no one thinks what happened could happen they're like something can melt down but it can't explode this reactor can't explode so like the for whole first episode people are like you're insane you're you're clearly delirious because that can't happen wow it's really really crazy i would recommend it on hbo but it's it's wild to think about there, there seems to be a push now for people who are saying that um like alternative energy is not possible to like there's a push towards uh going back to nuclear and, and mm. giving that another shot and I think it's a pretty stupid, stupid. idea, probably. Yeah. Well, I feel like we have also a lot <laughs> already. Yeah. And it feels like that should be what we use to to supplement the push for for renewable. That seems like that seems like the best course of action because there's if you can make the closest thing to unlimited energy, that's ideal. I guess it doesn't make anyone money right away, but And that's what's important. For anyway. <laughs> yeah. Chernobyl. I would uh, recommend it. Max, you, you see any TV? Uh, watched Game of Thrones and um, oh boy, and, what was that? Oh boy, <laughs> I'm it's the second to last episode here. Oh yeah, and then they'll be the last one, and it'll be gone, and then it'll be gone. <laughs> I'm three away. I still haven't watched that last episode. Oh, um, Handmaid's Tale, not Handmaiden's Tale. I uh, watched a little bit of that. Did I ever talk on here about Shrill? No, I I watched Shrill okay. a while ago, and it was. It was dope. Yeah, Jamie watched it. Was, it I think really she liked that awesome. too. Yeah, I recommend it. I read the book. Anyone? We'll watch, like, watch. like the book a lot, but I yeah, I plan on watching the show. Cool, cool. Yeah, I recommend it. Cool. Uh, I watched Dead to Me on Netflix, the Christine Applegate, Linda Cardellini oh. show, and it's very good. It's very much remind. My wife made this comment while we were watching that it kind of reminded her of uh, Big Little Lies, and it has that Ooh. sort of vibe. It's there's a little bit of mystery and intrigue about what's going on and. Oh. Um, the main, the main mystery, I will say they give away very quickly the, the, the idea about like the, what the answer is to it, but there's still a lot of like intrigue and stuff based on characters interacting. Um, Christina Applegate is phenomenal in it. Like she's so good. And Linda Cardellini, uh, was also great in it. She plays a character that I'm not accustomed to her playing. So I was big fan. It's very good. I'd recommend seeing it. I got it confused. I think uh, Jenny was watching it for a bit, and we had just started Dead Like Me. Oh yeah, <laughs> I thought yeah when someone rec- or said something about, it, I was like, "Are you talking about that HBO or like uh, HBO show from like t- the early two thousands? Why are we talking about this now? Yeah. I want to talk about it now. <laughs> I just saw Heat. Um, <laughs> are we ready to talk about the main movie? Main attraction. I Yep, that is the theme song to Avengers Endgame by what? Taylor Swift, Ed Sheeran, and Future. When did that song come out? Uh, that song came out three, two years ago. Wow. They predicted They it. predicted, yeah. Wow, I had no idea. I was like, I was thinking of different songs with game in it and stuff uh-huh. and on the way here. I was like, what is Andrew going to play? I was like, dang, I wish... 
Christmas show was a perfect pop hit. Had <laughs> Endgame in it. Um, that was cool. That was yeah, great. I heard the uh, Russo brothers are big fans of Taylor Swift and Ed Sheeran, and uh, based the movie off of them. Wow, that mm-hmm. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really comes through. They in the changed screen. everything that they were going to do originally across mm-hmm. the twenty years. Yeah, and or ten years. All right, we saw Avengers Endgame, starring every fucking person in the entire world, is in this movie. Yep. Um, well, technically half, and then everyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, what did you guys think of Avengers? Endgame. I walked out about halfway through. It. <laughs> yeah, I thought, same. I, thought it was trash. I saw it twice and I walked out halfway both times. <laughs> Weird for just for snacks. Yeah, though, right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Whew. Um, I loved it. I've seen it three times. I loved it. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Max. Yeah. yeah, pretty phenomenal. Yeah, I it, like. I think it. My my liking of it might be tempered, like as time goes by. But like walking out of the movie for the first time, I thought this is one of the best movies like i've seen in a theater mm-hmm. in terms of like my experience i think that what they did this like long cohesive universe that has like all culminated in this one movie is i i think like i don't know is it like is it too much to call it like an achievement like it is no it's just it's such a like an amazing thing that I th- they did I, I think you can even appreciate that like Cause like, I wasn't sure when I saw it at first, I was like, do I, I wonder if I like, uh, infinity war more. And then I, and I didn't doubt that I liked it more than like, I, I think a big part of it is the fact that like, you could come at it from seeing a few movies or you really just like black Panther and yeah. you just, now you want to kind of watch other stuff. And like, of course you'll be lost because this is the second part of another thing, but like, right. ultimately it's this big comic book world. It's the closest thing to picking up that big trade. And there is the big crossover of all the heroes. And it's like, this is up on the screen and they've laid the groundwork. It's all out mm-hmm. there. All the hits. Thor 2. Uh, <laughs> well, I, you know, we can, we can talk about the plot a little bit, but whatever. I guess we don't have to do that, but like, well, yeah, I, there was a part in the movie. So the, the, if you haven't seen the movie by now, go see the movie. We're going to, well, technically gonna, the Russo brothers, the, the spoiler roll is the down. spoiler ban mm-hmm. has been lifted. However, like if you're going to listen to this, go see the movie. Cause yes. we're going to talk Nothing but spoilers about this movie. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a scene in the movie where when Captain America goes back to get the the scepter um, with the Mind Stone in it. Oh, I think I know what you're going to say. He gets in the elevator with all the the, uh, shield slash Hydra agents Mm -hmm. in it. And he gets in the elevator and people around me in the theater, like people are buzzing. Like people are like, ooh, ooh. And I'm like, yeah. This is this is a callback to a movie from like 2014 mm-hmm. that's like now like six or seven movies ago. Yeah, and it's a great scene in in Winter Soldier when he it's beats a great up scene. when he gets in that fight scene in the elevator. But everybody in the theater is buzzing that they're like, "Oh, I remember this!" And I'm just like, "This is such an amazing like that you can create this whole mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. where you call back to a scene from like six years ago and like how many movies ago." And people are like, I know exactly what this is. And I was just like, this is, in- this is incredible. Yeah. And then they like went even further when they ended it. So like the, the way they ended that specific scene where he says, Hail, Hail Hydra. Hydra yeah. And they're referencing the comics. And yeah. That. Hail and Hydra. It's just like pretty incredible how they do how they fold everything in. And yeah. they are so referential to themselves, to the comics. And like, uh, and, and it, it it's just a, like you say, it's an accomplishment. The fact that they're able to put all of that in there without it seeming um, too over the top. I guess yeah. it probably was for some people, <laughs> maybe like certain certain uh, callbacks. They, cause sure. they did a lot in this one. 
They did uh, a lot. I thought for sure when they went back, when they first showed them going back to New York in 2012 during the Chitari invasion, mm-hmm. and they showed the you know the circle scene of the Avengers all getting their weapons ready. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, please don't recycle scenes. Please don't do. Mm-hmm. Oh, just I, only I got, show. Yeah, like, I got a little worried that like maybe, I was hoping with a three-hour runtime they weren't going to. Just, it was going to be mostly B-roll from the other <laughs> yeah. movies. But I was like, I just don't want it to be a thing where like we're watching old scenes with like them like scurrying in the background or something. Yeah. But like they did a really fun thing where like they had you know quote unquote new footage of like the Hulk beating up some Chitaris. I thought it was a very that funny, wasn't new, wasn't it? It was new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that like there's a scene where like they get there and they see the Hulk land. And he just squishes a Chitauri, and then yeah. the Chitauri that was behind him just kind of like looks and just scurries yeah. away, and uh, like, and then you've got like you know Banner Hulk who is like kind of embarrassed about his old self. He's yeah. like, "Oof, God, look at that guy!" Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Hey, you should probably do some smashing." And he's like, "Okay," and he's like half-heartedly yeah. hitting cars. Uh, and uh. I, yeah, I just it's such a fun. Well, I the well just to go back kind of that elevator scene too. The one of the things I liked about some of the callbacks and the fact that that can't be that it's very fun that they go back to different time periods in yeah. other Marvel movies. I mean, that's just brilliant because it's, it's built in. It's not even fan service at that point. Cause it's just kind of like, this is the universe you built. You get, you've added time travel. Therefore you can kind of do this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not like the same s- scene where he does the elevator fight. That's yeah. It's in a, a totally that's different months later yeah. or a year later. So it is the people that you meet in the next film. Yeah. And you're like, well, is it going to happen now? How is this? He's one handed in that, in that fight scene. Remember? Right. And yeah, that subversion. I, I don't know about your theater. My, yeah. Similarly mine, like I, I, he said, he, they said that he's like, I'm going to have to take that. Or you can't take that. And then he said, he'll hide. And people were like, Ooh, yeah. and just kind of like, I had a very good audience. I had a very, I did too. very reactive audience, but not, Never so much that like you couldn't kind of like hear what was happening or whatever. It was Same. just all appropriate. Also, like these movies know to kind of have like a little tag for people to to kind of yeah. applaud and stuff. How about you, Max? How was your audience? Uh, yeah, pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember them too clearly. I think I was too focused on the movie. Yeah, sure. But yeah, they didn't interrupt or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Didn't have any squawking in the back. Yeah, I but. that was I. So I saw the movie again today, and there's maybe I saw it at like ten this morning. So there's like four or five people in sure. the theater with me. Mm-hmm. So it was much less of a reaction from the, and I'm sure there were people in there who were seeing it for their second or third time too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the first time I, you know, I saw it that, uh, the Monday after it came out and just people, obviously almost everybody there was seeing it for the first time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People are just laughing and cheering yeah. and like, and not in a way that was distracting, but just like, it is such a, I mean, if, if you can't, obviously, going to see the movie in the morning means it's cheaper. You know, I spent $6 on a ticket this morning. Oh my God. Um, braggart here. But you know, movies. <laughs> Hey, it's you so, want to hear how little so, I spent on this movie? So frugal. Um, but the, I think like seeing it with an audience or seeing it with people, it's just such a like great popcorn flick, you know, like mm-hmm. it's just, a, it's a movie that like has so many, like what was some of your favorite, like, like, I, I read an article that was like the top 10 stand up and cheer moments from Endgame, And like, do you have any that come to mind for you, man? Well, I mean, if we're just going to, if we're just going to say like what the biggest moment is for me, it's gotta be, it's gotta be Captain America picking up Mjolnir and, yeah. and, and pop and Thanos. That's that moment was, I, I think people were getting out of their seats. Like they were like, there was movement because yeah. of that. That was just so, 
so insane. Thor acknowledges that he does realize. I knew it. And I guess the, I think the directors even said that like the idea was that in that scene in Age of Ultron where he tries to move the hammer and you see it and budge. It just and it kind of looks like bit, only yeah. Thor maybe realized that it Thor happened. was the only one who notices, yeah. But he, they said that Cap knew he could have lifted it then uh-huh. and didn't. Interesting. Because like he realized he could and stopped and maybe was hoping Thor didn't notice that either. Uh-huh. But he realized that for whatever reason that like he shouldn't have been able to pick it up, but he could because he was worthy. He was worthy. Yeah. Which is very cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Funny if like at any other time he'd accidentally put his arm out and the, yeah. the owner would have gone to him. <laughs> Um, that's gotta be one of my biggest, I mean, that and the start of the fight when just that silhouette of Captain America standing kind of in the ripped sky with Thanos's army all pouring out. Oh, that is and a great, then, yeah. And then, and then Falcon says on, on your, your left, left, which is another great call, but God, yeah. mm-hmm. God. And then the first people to pop out are Black Panther and all of Wakanda start to pour. Jeez Louise. It's just, I mean, that just builds on itself. That whole, that whole last scene is just incredible. Remember how hyped we were when we saw like the two teams going to clash on the airport and yeah. near America Civil War? Because it was just like, wow, look at all these, wow, all look these how heroes many people together. are on screen. Yeah. You can't even count all the people on screen. <laughs> Gosh. I tried it. I tried really hard. I've seen it three times now to, to pick out all the little individual, like what characters were doing what to what sure. villains in the scenes. And it's like, it's tough to see, but like, I'm pretty sure like Okoye kills like one of the the kind of elf looking guy of yeah. Thanos, like right when they plunge in, when yeah. all the women plunge in, she just immediately stabs him and spikes him. And I was like, I think she killed him in like one hit. Yeah. I think like I, I can't still can't parse everything, but that entire fight is just a huge, huge moment. But what yeah. were some of your guys' uh, favorites? You go first, Andrew. I think uh, you mentioned it. I think the, the scene where they kind of makeshift put together a force, the like when, uh, when uh, Carol Danvers has the, has the gauntlet, and she's about to go. How are you gonna? I don't know how you're gonna get through all those guys. And she's right. like, she she's not alone. Or yeah, she and then help. like all you then like Wasp and that's Scarlet Witch proof. and I mean, Okoye and I Shuri mean, and all of them show up together. Like I I'm I can already hear people saying that was so manufactured. But I thought it was such a like cool moment. Like it and I, it kind of it kind of mirrors the scene from Infinity War where yeah, uh, where Scarlet Witch was. Yeah, when yeah. You're, she's not alone, and then mm-hmm. Okoye, and it's just proof that I mean, always could always be a lot more. The fact you could fit them all on screen is maybe yeah. telling, but it's proof that like this was a cool stable of characters that I would totally watch a movie of of a team up of any of those people together. Yeah. So they they should take a chance and do that. They've done all sorts of. Who would have thought you know Ant Man would be such a important and successful part of their franchise? But like just you should go and, and try stuff including uh, like have have the female team like that would be fun they have yeah. there's so many cool characters mm-hmm. uh that was a huge that was another big stand-up moment for sure yeah yeah i just think like there's so many great moments in the final battle that it's just like to... you could you could pick 10 out of that yeah scene alone yeah yeah um Next. you guys might hate me i think that if, to me it did feel a bit manufactured and uh I... I mean, the whole movie is from a studio that's trying to make money and want people to, you know. I just, I think there was a smoother way to do that. And Hmm. I don't mind that it was in there. I think it was a pretty cool moment. Uh, I did hear the, um, or I watched this video on Nando V movies. I think I've mentioned him before uh, that says he he was mentioning how it might've been cooler to have Nebula take the glove at that point rather than um, Captain Marvel. Than Captain Marvel. That uh, like thematically to have her arc 
and he kind of like proposes this idea that mm. she carries it and Gamora helps her and and like Captain Marvel just goes and takes on Thanos sure. that whole time and then she kind of carries it across the battlefield because basically Captain Marvel could just like fly and pl- plow through everyone if she like if she yeah. wanted to she's that powerful she already she took just, down like, his like yeah. his star destroyer shit, shit. Exactly. Yeah. she had showed so, up a couple minutes earlier wouldn't even have in the fight yeah because um, to me at that point it did kind of feel like that she said like well who's you know who's gonna help me out and then like the wasp shows up and i'm like oh yeah go ahead and help captain marvel out like what? Well, yeah. clear the path i mean i don't know what clear the path for she just flew through everything she yeah i don't know really sure but i, I think clear. the idea was that and uh, maybe we're you know making too much out of a scene that is just supposed mm-hmm. to be kind of fun and, and yeah. Good. yeah yeah but like um i think that you could make the the not the excuse but you could say that she has the gauntlet she's trying to get to the van as mm-hmm. fast as she can they're there to kind of clear the way for her just to get so she doesn't get sidetracked with like having to punch or fight her way through yeah i well, i recommend you watch this nando v movie though because it's more just from the uh idea right, you run the fucking channel i get it <laughs> yeah max uh, it's and use a promo of, code Max when you uh, <laughs> sign up for. Uh, <laughs> yeah, remember to uh, like and subscribe. And so I, yeah, I, I I basically went down to like ultimately yes, all of this is like so they can sell another franchise or kind of get a like th- there's there's things like that, but I feel like. Uh, yeah they were like probably like in their ears like all right all women show up at this part of the battlefield we need to clear for yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sure what we'll finish your thought what sorry. Were you uh, I forget what I was going to say. I think that that's a cool idea. I'd love to see A-Force, and I'd fucking love to see She-Hulk show up in the Marvel Universe yeah. at some point. Uh, I cannot wait for that moment. Uh, but uh, I think that it was a little bit... To me, it felt a little bit like this was didn't make sense. It just like seemed... It was very obvious, like, okay, they're doing this now, and without um, any type of explanation. But uh, I thought it was cool to see in terms of just the visual, seeing everyone up there. It was cool. Um, I thought in terms of like, I, I can't really think of a single moment of the movie that really just like jumped out and was this part is the best of the movie. There were so many little things and I swear like throughout the whole thing, I was on the verge of tears. Oh yeah. Like it, they had a lot of touching moments considering this is such a big popcorn flick, mm-hmm. but they have like, uh, people going through stuff. Yeah. That, that just even uh, that in, the intro. Yeah, no credits. I mean, immediately cuts to yes. an air bow and arrow, mm-hmm. and then in a couple of minutes, Hawkeye's kids, whole and family. family gone, yeah. and also uh, Linda Cardellini. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I like right from that moment. I was just like, all right, they're bringing it. They're they're starting, and, so, they, and they kept that going for a while. That yeah. same feeling of just like this is dr- the first hour dread. is pretty yeah. dreadful. Well, I mean, it just as far as like what is happening to everyone. But so that was something I was very excited to talk to you about, Andrew, because you've done a great job of not having seen any spoilers or uh, yeah. any uh, trailers, rather. Um, so were you surprised? I guess like the time travel element for one, but like more than anything, like they killed Thanos then five years later, like my audience reacted to that for sure. I was, I was pretty shocked. Cause yeah. and, like, I think it's a very, especially, I don't think they give away in any of the trailers that they cut off Thanos's head. No, but, the trailers make it look like we are witnessing those couple weeks right after the snap. So sure. it's like, it looks like caps in that, in that meeting, but that looks like that's all stuff that's happening Within right the first few weeks. Yeah, the you, five that, year jump was pretty surprising. So yeah, I don't know if you've gone back and looked, but the trailers do a pretty good job outside of like at one point showing those suits and you're like, okay, is that space they suit? Going are they space? doing something? Yeah. Other than that, I think they did a good job of just kind of implying like the snap happened and now they're going to try and go and do do something. Yeah. Get him. Go get him. Yeah. And they do that in the first, right before, or right. I, I thought like, yeah. you know, like you were saying like in the first hour of the movie, they ha- set this tone of like, 
this is this is like not just another event. This has devastated everybody. And I thought, I mean, these movies, so much of it, the like Captain America is like the moral center of these movies. And I think like when they're flying to the planet that Thanos has like built his farm on, and the garden, this the garden, and uh, Black Widow says to him, "It's gonna work." And he goes, I know it will, because I don't know what I'm going to do if it doesn't. Like, that desperation out of, like... Because, you know, later, Tony's like, I missed your your optimism. And, like, having that moment of, like, complete and utter doubt and, like, the sorrow from Cap was, like, so hard to hear. You're just like... He says to Black Widow earlier, he's like, you know, I do these meetings and I tell people, like, you guys got to move on. Otherwise, like, we should all have been dead. Yeah. But he's like, but... I can't I can't yeah I tell them everyone else that and I can't I can't move on yeah there's there's a lot of heaviness and yeah the fact that that Tony is so bitter that's a pretty crazy scene when he's like I have no trust for you liar yeah like you 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 we failed because you wouldn't let me he was great in that scene and like you that know, was fantastic yeah mm-hmm. and the stuff that he brought up like made sense and, and mm-hmm. connected to the old movies he did kind of bring up Ultron he he's like I always had a shell around the world and it's like yeah around Sokovia yeah I think like you know obviously part of that is he's been with Nebula in space for like what three weeks at that point without like food and water and I'm mean, that'll do sleep. It to anyone. Yeah. yeah. But I think like having him come back and basically flip out, you know, at Cap, just sort mm-hmm. of ranting at him, he was terrific in that scene. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was yeah, he was terrific. I was like movie. Truly everybody turns in a great performance in this movie. Mm-hmm. I can't think mm-hmm. of a I again saw it again this morning. I can't think of a single person who was like, ah, they kind of phoned it in a little bit. Even and we can I kind of want to segue this into a different topic. Gwyneth Paltrow, I thought was, this was, I've not really mm-hmm. felt that much about her in these movies, mm-hmm. in the Marvel movies. She turned in a stellar performance mm-hmm. and she made me cry so fucking much yeah. towards the end of the movie. What, yeah. so, like you were talking about this movie kind of setting a tone of like, and like <laughs> having you on the edge of tears almost yeah. the whole movie. Was there any like scenes that stick out to you as far as like truly emotional other than the spider-man every time spider-man was on screen yeah fucking cry yeah that that was the, the i mean not like was... the uh kill mode for scene or anything <laughs> but, like, but like you he, kill him spider-man he, when he swings up he gets such a pop yeah he swings out of that portal and gets a huge pop when he comes back with yeah. with mantis and strange yeah I and think... then when he who does he land at first oh he does land next to tony and he's like tony tony i i disappeared and then Mr. i came Star- back Mr. and i was yeah. just like losing it because i was Cause like the, oh it's the look of, and again it's robert downey jr it's the look yes. on his face of like finally this thing that like this is what's been haunting me this entire time and it's been resolved and he's here in front of me this mm-hmm. kid that i couldn't save yeah mm-hmm. that part really hit me oh my god but then on the flip side of this when tony is when tony is going at the end yeah and he's there and, and Spider-Man swings up. I was just like, Peter, get the fuck out of there and let Gwyneth Paltrow go. Yeah. go let Pepper Pops go and talk to him. Like, yeah. this is not your place. Yeah. Just kind of step aside. He's, like, he's there a little too long for me at that point. But it's like he doesn't have his, he just has his Aunt May and that's the closest. He's like been a mentor. He, he gave yeah. him his he, suit. He's been bringing It's true. Him, yeah. It's true. But he can stand over her, her shoulder. Like, she should get there faster. He should have shoved her out, out of the way. Yeah. I mean, like, he is. Like, he is, the spider legs go around yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow and push her away. Yeah. Yeah. Kill mode. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> he is like a 16 year old kid in there. Yeah, you know, true. so like I could see where this person that all he wants to do in the entire world is please Tony Stark. 
Yeah, and like, from, from his character's perspective, yeah. yeah, I get it. But from uh, an emotional perspective sure. of what's happening in this scene, I think what was needed there was not him. <laughs> I could say, like, yeah, I could say maybe take, like, five or ten seconds off yeah. of his, like... Because, and again, Gwyneth Paltrow, I think this is, like, maybe the best she's been in a movie. Yeah. It was, like, wow. the scene where she is talking to Tony and she is she is putting on, like, the bravest face for him and she's like, we're okay... You can and like because earlier in the movie when he no I don't actually don't, don't I know I know I know I know there's a she kind of yeah well, I don't want to say it either because it's gonna make me cry but um there is a they sort of call back to earlier in the movie where they're having a conversation mm-hmm. just she is terrific in that yep. scene and I can't say no nice things about it the other scene that really got me was towards the beginning when Scott comes out of the quantum realm and he's like freaking out about his daughter yeah and he Mm -hmm. sees that she hasn't vanished Mm -hmm. he goes to her house Mm -hmm. she's five years older and both her and him yeah when she sees him she's like you know she they're like oh my god i can't believe it's you like their reaction perfect they were so good in that scene that got me too i just scott yeah and this is you're so big in terms of runtime that's so long for you to just be like oh my god yeah i know i know um i don't know if Thor made me cry, but he was like, it was so sad. He was so sad. Like, yeah, he was so broken up because like he, I mean, he was messed up before the events of, uh, of, uh, Ragnarok and then, yeah. and then after Ragnarok and then after infinity war. And it's just like, he's been through a lot. So it was like, when he sees yeah. his mom, he gets, yeah. he gets to go back to a scene in the dark world. Yes. Which is very funny that Thor two featured so prominently because I guess, you know, it's like they need to go back for that infinity stone. But I right. thought it was very funny that, one that I kind of dismiss a lot is like, oh, I guess people are going to get yeah, ends up revisit this. I'm gonna, I, I was going to go up in rental trending, I think. Yeah. It's be- <laughs> but like the, he gets to see his mom again. And like, mm-hmm. that's clearly a big moment for him. And I thought he played that very well, too. The mm-hmm. like I he was also great in this movie. Yeah. I, you know, like playing this like very broken. He said like Hulk comes to get him and uh, Hulk and Rocket go to get him and they go like, hey, we we need to talk about Thanos. And his whole sh- face shifts and he's just like, don't say that name. And he's yeah. breaking down and he's kind of, af- he needs affirmations from Korg and Meek. He's like, come on, tell him, they tell him what I did. And it's just like, yeah. dude, you're, yeah. you messed up. Yeah. Like, and he helped me achieve a personal goal of my own to look like Chris Hemsworth as <laughs> Thor in an MCU movie. Hey, and this I Halloween know, man is going to be I've, a big costume. Yeah. I've achieved it. And yeah. so like, fat Thor is going to be uh, a costume for sure this year. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, there's the whole controversy over fat Fat shaming yeah and the like i don't think he probably should be called fat thor that i mean sorry yeah Yeah. sorry he's he's still thor shut the fuck up he's just thor um no but i i I I didn't think it was funny because he was because he was fat because he was bigger i thought it was they definitely played they played a few times i think that they handled his character really well Mm -hmm. and most of the problems come from the characters around him and it could be just like an honest look at assholes who hang around but like just coming from people like saying he has cheese whiz running through his veins and stuff like that it's just uncalled for and it's stupid and it wasn't really played for like all right shut up you guys so like that, they weren't they were egging him on to like build him up to make him say like yeah. that's not true and you know like yeah. they were saying them to be it was just a, a one-off joke for yeah. the movie and so like i i didn't really like those throwaway jokes i thought that that was pretty stupid but i thought the character himself was was done really well mm-hmm. he was going through a great arc the the character i think that i noticed the most kind of going through an arc in this movie i thought or maybe kind of 
peaking in this movie, but like going through movies, I thought was Nebula. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's had a great arc and like I I really noticed it this time around in the beginning of the movie where it's just her and Tony in the ship and they're sort of like having I love, they're I love having that a first scene where they're, they're doing the little playing football. Playing like yeah, little uh I guess like metal tabletop football yeah, or whatever. Um they're playing tabletop football and like they're sort of bonding and there's a scene where Tony, you know, it's I think it's probably in the trailer where Tony's recording the message mm-hmm. to his helmet and he sort of lays down to fall asleep and she puts him in a chair to like make sure he's comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I was just like that is that's an arc for her. Like that's progress that like she's gone from this like kill 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 you know like nobody's my friend to she's like still, she's still a little sadistic which i like about nebula yeah. i like how weird i like how weird she is i like how oh, she's yeah. like i had fun yeah and even like there's a part near the end where it's like they're like you should the, the character the character's like you guys should battle each other and she's like i would like that you yeah should do that and it's just like i like how like she's kind of just she can't help herself i like i enjoy that it's also kind of interesting that you get to see her near the end of her arc Speaking directly to the character at the beginning of it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yes, that is crazy too. Um, yeah. And they definitely set up. I mean, yeah, like you're right. I, I actually also kind of like as a follow up to the other movie that some characters, you know, obviously characters that were snapped have a little less. Like I'm, I'm glad there wasn't a ton of Star Lord in this because yeah. there was so much Guardians in general in the first movie. Mm-hmm. And there, there ended up being very important. And I liked how much Nebula was in this one. But I'm glad that it was uh, a little less focused on that entire team in general. Like, you barely Groot has like two lines. I think they're both. I am Groot. Um, <laughs> I'd have to go back and check I mean, the I guess, tape, but I think they're both. I am Groot. Rockets in a lot, but I'm glad that some of those. I'm glad that. Well, uh, this movie is very much focused. I think on the original core Avengers, who I think mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. through one way or another are not going to be in future projects. Um, well, yeah, excluding as Guardians of the Galaxy, excluding <laughs> Thor, who seemingly yeah. is joining the Guardians of the Galaxy, which I think is going to be so fucking fun. Yeah. Um, Oh, that scene was great too, where they are they're embarking at the end, Ugh. and clearly Chris Hemsworth Thor is the alpha in the room, and he knows it, but he's trying to pretend like he's being gracious to mm-hmm. to Star Lord, and he's like, you know, yeah, that's like, what I was referring to. Where they're yeah. like, yeah, you guys should like figure out who's in charge, and they're yeah. like both like kind of laugh, like ha ha ha, we know who's yeah. in charge, mm-hmm. and the, yeah, he's like <laughs> he's laughing, and then Chris Pratt's like me, and he goes. Yes, of course you, of course, <laughs> of course. And it's just like, it's such a patronizing thing that I cannot wait for Guardians 3 mm-hmm. for that reason. I think that's going to be so fun. Yeah. Um, I cannot wait for uh, the new Captain America. Yeah. Honestly, I hope they do a suit that's kind of similar to I think they will. the costume. I think they will. Or in the comics because I hate the Falcon suit. Yeah. But I love Anthony Mackie and I really want to see more oh, man, of he's him as terrific. Falcon. Yeah. He yeah. is so funny. Um, and he is underused. In he is. Ones. He is. So the uh, Captain America takes all the... In order to like reset these timelines that they took the Infinity Suits from, he takes them all back mm-hmm. to their origin points and then he decides to stay in the past and then when he when we meet him again he is an old man i did have i even after 3 watches i'm still kind of have a question about yeah. what happened yeah so is the, my understanding that captain america goes back there is still a captain america at that time somewhere else yeah doing all the things that he does also well, getting frozen well, also when he, waking yeah up. when he would have gone back to he would have still been in the okay. ice but the point is that there's times where a Captain America might have existed and wars were going on. Superpowers would have been helpful. And he was like living his life with Carter. Yeah. And get Carter. 
Okay. I like it. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Great reference, Robert. <laughs> fantastic. That's and he wasn't, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he wasn't, we always try to leave little clues about what we're going to see next. And <laughs> usually not so obvious on my part, but, uh, and wasn't doing anything about it. Does that also mean that like, so does that mean also like the agent Carter from that one didn't do her own spinoff series well, because she knew Captain America and they never. Well, so I, what I gathered was that when, when did they go back to the, to the base? Set early like nineteen seventy. Right? Yeah. yeah, and I think that that doesn't make sense. Which base are you talking about? The army base where they got the because wouldn't wouldn't Peggy have been like thirty years older than she was at the end of Captain America? Yes, she wasn't. Haley Atwell looked I mean, like she looked great. She looked great. I yeah. mean, I guess like she could have just aged very gracefully, but like, she had gray in her hair. But she was with, through a window in blinds. That's he was, true. He was creeping on her. She you she it's a director Carter. So it was like she yeah. was in charge. But yes, that was supposed to be. So, I mean, 30, like, Agent Carter eight, takes place right 20. after the movie. Oh, okay. So, so it that's have been, her leading up until, yeah. and I'm sure the show the show is not going still, or? No. So, it, it ended before 1970. Yeah. The last the last one was D- Director Carter being put on the order, and she was like, hope yeah. nothing happens in this office. Yeah. Hey, isn't that Steve? And then, <laughs> credits. <laughs> is this an Avengers Endgame? Yeah. And then, and then, and, and, and um, but, the, so what does that mean? Does that mean that? Does that mean that you can you that you can go and either exist in another timeline or pluck someone else from another timeline? Because the thing for me is that there were two nebulas existing. The original evil one got killed. The yeah. one that lived up till present day and is is still there. But the Gamora, Gamora died. She became a soul stone. Yeah. But we get one plucked from the past that's now living in the present. Yeah. So, so. The, yeah, the, there the are. one the one I will say I'm not that, trying to nip because I'm no, just no, like no. trying to understand their time travel logic they even point out like back to the future isn't why do you keep referencing these movies that, that these are their rules this is not how time travel works this is how time travel works and I was like well how okay then explain it because I'm I'm just trying to figure out the I, I guess the thing that, that confuses me is in their own rules they say that like you know going back if as long as you like when they take the infinity stones and they you know uh what's her name the the ancient one the explains ancient one. to banner that if they take the infinity stone from this line it creates a new line mm-hmm. and then he says but if we bring the infinity stone back then it kind of it corrects corrects itself yeah but if steve rogers goes back to 1970 something lives with carter that whole time wouldn't that in itself create a new timeline yeah, where there, there have to be timelines that come out and i think that's what I feel like I heard that question asked specifically, like, how did he do that? Was because um, in the movie, she talks about having married someone. They were like, okay, so was that Captain America? And she just hit it from oh. him. And they say, no, that's not true. Uh, that this Who is, says, no, that's not true? Because if that is true, that means that he makes out with his niece or whatever. Damn. Cap? Damn. <laughs> Damn. But uh, they said that it wasn't true, that 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 he was living in an alternate timeline and that he comes back to the regular timeline, finds a way back as an old man to the regular timeline uh, through more time travel. So he would have still, I guess he would have still had the pin particles somewhere. So that does stands a reason that he could have. Yeah. So that's the idea from one person. And then I heard that was argued. Like, I think the director said that. And then maybe like 
Um, Even so, how do you... writers argued that that wasn't the way it was. So I think they're still like, nobody knows. They were just... Ma- Get on any- the same page, guys, for okay, the fans. Okay, so like, Anytime okay. you mess around with time travel, it's bound of to course. happen. Plus, he stole the uh, the hammer and brought it with him. Right. And that means for the rest of Thor 2, is that the movie? Mm-hmm. That he wouldn't have He's the like, hammer Where is at it? All. But they, he took it back with him when he went back to return the stones. He returned the hammer. Oh, oh did he? Yeah. I, for some reason, I thought he still had it, but... No. He took it with he just, him. He just saw it this morning. It. I can uh, confirm. Okay, okay, oh my okay. god. Um. Uh. But cause yeah, cause so with Disney Plus coming out, there's supposed to be a Black Widow show. Now this is either there's a Black Widow movie. Movie. There's an origin movie. There is a low key mo- show on Disney Plus about. So that means 2012 low key died pre snap exists because the one from 2012 got the cube, yeah. the Tesseract cube, and and disappeared. So. I guess what I'm asking is like, is the possibility of any character being plucked out of the past and coming back to be alive in the present That's, possible? That is, that is a, I think, going to be an ongoing issue with the Marvel Universe going forward that like, why don't they just go back in time? And I think that they can explain it away because when, um, when they come back and Thanos has shown up from 2014 and I think it's Iron Man says like, you mess with time, time messes back with you or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I think you can explain away with, we can't keep going back because it, at some point something's going to change or break. Right. Or, yeah. And so I think, but they also introduce the idea of multiverses in this that I think they're going to expand on with Spider-Man. I don't yeah. know if you've seen the trailer, the new trailer. I wasn't sure if you'd seen the trailer. Home. I didn't want to say anything. I haven't seen it. Okay. Um, the, I, I think they sort of introduce the idea of multiverses by having, you know, a, a Gamora from the past come into the future having, mm-hmm. you know, cause I was thinking the first time I saw the movie, I didn't quite grasp the idea of these alternate timelines. Um, so when Nebula shoots her evil self, I was like, why doesn't current Nebula die if yeah. past Nebula died? But then the idea that she is a Nebula from a different timeline yeah. mm-hmm. that kind of strews off. And now this is not a current, you know, time travel is is uh, difficult but um, i'm glad they didn't do it the way where like she shoots her and then she like yeah. looks down and sees a hole in her <gasps> chest just like <laughs> looper style yeah um but i'm still it's it's a very comic booky thing and i think i think it'll they'll probably use it to fun effect as well and yeah moving forward into like the next phase of marvel movies we'll see what they yeah. end up doing um yeah god there's just so much to okay so one thing that i don't get about this whole time the whole thing is based off of time travel why don't they just go back to when they have the time stone and use that to move around through time like wouldn't that be a way to do it where you don't have to use uh these limited pin particles just zip through with Mm. the with the time stone I don't know. Well, no one also <laughs> seemed to think of going and getting the extra ones in 1970 until the plan started. So yeah. it, that's unfortunately just because like no one realized that. Well, I think that also might they weren't sure where they were in 1970. They went specifically to these different times because they the knew stones. where the stones were at those times. Yeah, this mm-hmm. one was like we know the year that <clears throat> Pym was working there, and also this was happening, but like right. we don't know many samples and blah blah blah. Um, yeah, I but I, I I did love all the time travel. I thought that was like very exciting, and I really loved uh, that was that weird and cool pairing was War Machine and Nebula. Yeah, waiting for Star Lord, and kind of mentions even at one point like, "Hey, we're kind of dealt the hand we have, right? Yeah. Like you were both." She's like, "I didn't used to be like this," and he's like, "Yeah, me neither." But mm-hmm. this is me now. Um, 
yeah, just they knock knock Star Lord out, just walking around dancing. It's very I funny was, when they cut to him from their d- point of view, from their point of view, and he's just sort of singing this <laughs> song. Come and get your love. <laughs> I thought that was such a fun because you know they've got the scene of him with the headphones and you're hearing the song. And then you cut to their perspective, and yet you don't, yeah, you can't hear the music. Yeah, for his, I, I mean, that's another thing that I think they did a, a good balance of for his, as high as the stakes were, and as, um, as grim and as broken as they are, especially in the beginning of the film, um, it has they good do laughs, some really it. good humor. Uh, the part where Scott Lang is sitting outside having a taco, and then the <laughs> the Milano lands yeah. and blows his tacos away, and then rocket and nebula get out i think these are the first aliens he's seen yeah nebula nebula has to call into rose and say there's an idiot on the landing zone so rose lands like hi how's it going normal sized man and it's just very (laughs) and then holt gives him tacos and just like he's always played as like the the kind of like the odd man out in the superhero group so just good good keeping with that i also thought it was it was smart to have him come up with the theory for time travel because like he's such the like audience surrogate in terms of like like if you had had like one of the geniuses in the movie come up with it it like it's fun you end up having the like star trek dilemma of like having to make a dumb analogy like it's like putting a balloon in a blah 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 and having like the dummy of the group sort of like dummying his way through the explanation even, of it even during um they're doing their briefing on the stones and Thor is rambling drunkenly about <laughs> his ex-girlfriend and yeah. how she, how a stone pushed a stone into her. And, yeah. And he was like, and we don't really date anymore. And it cuts to everyone's confused and concerned for Thor cuts to Paul Rudd. And he's kind of like, yeah, like, nodding. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm look, I Thor is talking to me. <laughs> it was such, it was also like such a, like they do their scene so well. And that was such a fun scene. Cause like Tony walks up and he's like, almost like trying to yank him off off camera he's like hey buddy yeah. why don't we go he's like no 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 he goes you want some breakfast and he's like i'll have a bloody mary <laughs> um <laughs> Thor impression is pretty good too. <laughs> i'll very, have a bloody mary he was very me. yeah 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 very fanciful thor he was i i i thought the yeah his size was the least thing i liked how like broken and affected he was yeah. i thought that was like a much more much more the one good burn on it. him was when Iron Man called him Lebowski. Yeah. Yes. That was okay, very that was funny. Perfect. And as yeah. someone pointed that... out in, so who is in the big Lebowski in their universe? Because Obadiah Stane, the villain from the first <laughs> Iron Man movie is Jeff Bridges. Yeah. So, yeah. Is he like, as you know, Tony, I get compared to. So <laughs> Paul, Lebowski, from, right? and Paul Red is in hot tub time machine, right? Or no, he just seems like he would be. He seems like he's the kind of guy who would be in it. You're right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Cause I thought that might've created another paradox, but no. I guess not. That's very funny. Um, I, yeah, there's just there's just so much to it. I'm I'm yeah, I'm like trying to to, to think of more scenes that I really enjoy. America's ass. America's ass, yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. I did like yeah. the I that I did like all those little extra scenes you never saw. So like them getting in the elevator to go yeah. down at the end of Avengers and they're like, Hey, we're gonna go grab some lunch and then we're heading back to the thing and it's like they're setting up the shawarma. Every, my whole audience shawarma shawarma, shawarma, shawarma we all started passing each other yeah. shawarma it was amazing the shawarma oh vendor walked in yeah. at that point yeah yeah oh my god amazing five, um 5dx but yeah that was fun and like you get it's fun to see like hulk again who's like not it's not banner hulk it's yeah, yeah. It's, and it's also not you know hulk and ultron where he's like too raged to get he's just like yeah. matt I hate stairs. Yeah, they make him take the stairs. I thought it was kind of interesting that they skipped right from... Because, like, in the last movie, he's he's just totally confused about, uh, you know, what's what's stopping him from doing that. And they never 
really fully explain it. He was just like, oh, I was having some issues and I got over it. And I, well, he kind of said that like I got beat twice. Hulk got beaten. I then Banner got beat because I think like Hulk didn't remember. He Hulk said like no, like he uh-huh. kept trying to transform, and Hulk was like no. I think it was almost like. Hulk loves being the biggest and strongest and Thanos owned him so hard that he was like almost like scared to be to be out there right. and get so his ass kicked Thanos again. is dead yeah. then he feels maybe safer to come out. And, well, he, I did like the line he's like 15 months in like the gamma lab and this is what I made. So yeah, it was see, like it he, seemed like his character arc was solved by like heavy drug use essentially is that like he's just going to steroids himself it solves yeah. a lot gamma. he's like i just spent some time with the the gamma vapes. Yeah. <laughs> it just it just felt like kind of a lazy uh end to that arc. Sure. To me. But I, I like where they where he ended up. I like the idea of the fuse. The brain the smart and the brawn. Banner, yeah. He's yeah. like, Dab, <laughs> listen to your I mother. Was, I was thinking, like, because the movie takes place in, what, 2023? I was right? trying to figure that out, yeah. So it's 2023. Even, like, oh, out boy. of touch, not cool dads, I think, are past dabbing. Okay, but in a world where the snap happened, all the pop culture and stuff kind of stayed stagnant. So you think dabbing, that, Fortnite was still being played. Uh, you know, this is, this is what's, what was happening. Hey, do you think that in the world where the snap happened, the TV series, the slap happened? Do you think that happened? Or the slap chop for that matter. <laughs> slap chop. Oh, well, here's, here's something about, um, so the infinity stones are all really powerful. Yeah. And yeah, you got uh, it. Okay, good. <laughs> you got <laughs> just, the premise. Yeah. Just check it. Uh, how come the only thing they do in this movie is snap once they have all of them? Why don't they use like some of the cool reality bending stuff that they have? They could have. There is one point where Thanos removes the power stone from the glove to like punch Captain Marvel a little harder. But I I agree. I think there could have been a little more done with the stones individually too. Yeah. It seemed like everybody got caught up in the cultural phenomenon. Of Hawkeye just shows up yeah. and, and uses the soul stone to steal everyone's soul <laughs> and make his family, but it's just them living on earth. And he's like, I did it. I did <laughs> use this whole stone. Yeah. He, he went a little too far in that one. Woo. Yeah. Ooh, Ronan. We didn't talk about Ronan. That yeah. was like a, I saw him giving an interview and someone was like, I don't remember who it was like, Chippy Fallon or someone was like, so your character Hawkeye, you know, people are speculating there's a character Ronan in the comics and stuff. I know you can't say very much. And he's like, yeah, so anyway, go see Avengers Endgame. Yeah. Like he, he was like, he can't say the word Ronan. He's not allowed to say what's going on. There's mm-hmm. a very funny um, press junket like a uh, compilation on YouTube that's because they often will just pair off the actors and mm-hmm. have them do press junkets. God help and anyone with Tom Holland. This one they did. Uh, <laughs> this one they had Paul Rudd and Jeremy Renner as a team mm-hmm. and they seemed like they could not enjoy spending time together any more than they were they just seemed to enjoy each other so much that's good um but they were doing an interview where someone's like so what can you tell us about this movie and he kept his answer was the movie will begin and then it will end (laughs) (laughs) and then he played a clip from mac and me yeah (laughs) um yeah renner and and uh and black uh charlotte johansson's uh black widow had yeah that that big scene almost the exact well very similar scene that was kind of interesting too because like they go back in time and then basically before Thanos does that yeah does like a similar sort of yeah I wonder if scene. now in that timeline when Thanos goes there he sees Scarlett Johansson's body on there he's like oh he's like you don't already... clean up around here yeah. Red Skull you don't have anything else to do yeah um, that that scene made me feel a little weird because they were both fighting so hard to kill themselves yeah. essentially yeah like, but they, they each had reasons and it made sense and it definitely fit their character but the fact that they were kind of like highlighting this self-destructive behavior it was almost comical at first because it was like he slams her down then she 
then he like flips her over and she shocks him. Then he, she almost gets to the cliff and he blows her away with like an arrow. Yeah. And I was kind of like, okay, maybe like one less beat. And then, and then they, they hang on and then it comes. Do you know who plays it. the Red Skull in these movies, by the way? I mean, I don't know who did it in Captain America. It's uh, Aaron from The Walking Dead. Wait, what? Yeah. Really? I forget that actor's na- name. Excuse me. But oh my gosh. Not Hugo Weaving? No. Not anymore. This not movie since. sucks now. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this shit three times. I spent n- over nine hours watching this my piece God. of... God. Over nine hours. <laughs> um, I, it really didn't feel it's time. Like, no. Even the second time watching it, I don't. I didn't feel like I was I in mean, there for I mean, if like, anyone needs to use a restaurant, I would say like you uh, the the first hour is ideal just because like you're kind of catching up with how bad off everyone is don't, but don't like miss a moment just go to the bathroom beforehand i just go I on the ground <laughs> theater employees aren't really people so <laughs> that's that's very true yeah but good point i had a drink uh and you know finished it pretty early on and oh what like, kind of drink do you have yeah tell us about it <laughs> it's a movie Coke. podcast come on point is uh like Whoa, I, whoa. I figured, <laughs> you dodge you out this drink. I figured there was going to be a point where I was just like, you know, uh, rubbing my legs together. You're going to scream, what the hell? Rubbing your legs? <laughs> it works, it works. Uh, but um, <laughs> To it, make you pee more? Exactly, that's what I was trying to do. <laughs> but I never even felt like I had to go to the bathroom. And I don't know, like... Have if, you gone if since? The, if I'm, <laughs> I, I think it's a it, problem I'm going to talk about. It, it worked too well. You're like, I rubbed my legs together during Indian game and I haven't been able to pee for a, a three genie, weeks. A genie came out. Oh, wow. my God. <laughs> that's what happens when you rub. Yeah. Uh, oh, boy. All right, go ahead, Max. Oh, my whole point was it didn't even feel like three hours. No, I don't. I no, agree with that. I agree. Um, yeah, it was great and kind of nice. I mean, I stayed for the credits the first time just to kind of same absorb it all. But um, so weird to finally see a Marvel movie where they're like, "Whew, no after credit. We're no, nope. gonna we're done." But although apparently now they added, uh, well, what they added is the Spider-Man trailer. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, which I was thinking like, that's going to be a movie that is going to open up the next phase. And also that is going to be a very, uh, highlighted, uh, after credit scene for sure. Cause yeah. whatever, whatever that after credits is, is truly setting up a what's going to happen stuff. next. Yeah. yeah. Phase four, phase four, possibly baby. are you not Fantastic watching the tra- four? Are you, well, someone said the only thing missing were like that, the family of four and then the mutants maybe yep. on the battlefield would have been yep. cool, but we'll see. That could um, be something that is introduced with, multiverses no doubt have you said you said you haven't seen the new spider-man trailer i have on per, are you no. i like i saw the first teaser but not the newest trailer okay and i kind of just i'm i'm a little wary ever since you mentioned how cool it would be to go into ragnarok not knowing that hulk was going to be in i it. started a movement yeah baby hit i just yeah, i was like hashtag <laughs> no trailer movement um hashtag bm well i mean like part of it is that like you've had to like you know look down or walk out of the theater so like it's hard it's yeah. hard not to you said you you saw an image of you know tony gaunt in the thing it's like it's almost impossible but it has been cool to like over these last quite a while now you've been doing a really good job of that so it's been cool to kind of hear your take on a movie without that kind of buildup. i i think it's also like a big part of movies now too so i also think like i like getting hyped i like that's I like fine. all yeah. three of the Godzilla trailers for this movie that might suck, but I'm so hyped for them and the trailers are very well made that I'm like, yes, hell yes, if you're getting me to see that movie. So I like that element of it too, but I'm, yeah, it's exciting. It's, and some of them too have the advantage of like, 
like the end game one is very curated to like not give away too much. So I think and hope that similarly with Spider-Man and stuff like that, they're kind of, they'll kind of keep some stuff under the, under the collar. We won't sure. talk about it mm-hmm. until you, if you ever see the trailer, but like there is or a, until you see the movie. Yeah. Until mm-hmm. you see the movie. But like there's things they say where I'm like, you're per Yeah. They've, and we've talked about it. They've edited stuff out. They might be leaving stuff out on purpose. So. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Guys, gosh, what a journey Endgame was. Yeah. That's just, like you said, I, I think just to bring it back around again too, like what an achievement. Like, I think even if you feel like Infinity War is better or you, you would like individual other movies, like this is so much to have assembled over that 10, 11 Avengers years. assembled. Yeah. It's Which finally gets to be said. A neat little bow to wrap it all up. Yeah. And I like seeing uh, Chris Evans as Clint Eastwood. <laughs> yeah. And I thought that they did a good job with his voice because normally, yes, normally old man voice when they try and have a young actor do a young man voice they or do an old man voice. Like <laughs> it's, it's just yeah. like yeah, and it's take like, the shield, Sam. You're the seagull now. And I don't. What about that? Like the eagle or something? Nope. Can I just be Captain America? No. So I don't know how they did it, but it didn't sound like that, and I was very pleased. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Just a well-made movie. All right. Yeah, I need to go see it again. That'll do it for us for this one. We'll see you next time. We'll see you next time time for Get Carter. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye. Bye.